My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to a special time for Monday travel and cruise industry news on this, the 28th day of November 2022, coming to you from Central Virginia uh, in, the, uh, in Bedford County, right outside of Lynchburg. There's not a whole lot in the news this morning, folks. We are going to talk about a canard ship missing a port and why. Wonder of the seas in the news for several things. And travel woes with the airlines once again. And more here at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So special time this morning due to medical situation with me. I've got to be at an appointment that I could not, if I missed the appointment today at 1140, and it takes me 30 minutes to get there. Uh, I couldn't see the doctor until like April or something ridiculous. So Today is Cyber Monday. And it's also National French Toast Day. Not that I want you to uh, buy French toast online, but you uh, you could have French toast for breakfast or, you know, French toast for lunch. Or celebrate French toast somehow. You could probably have it for dinner, I imagine. And it is Cyber Monday, which there's all kinds of craziness going on in our industry this morning. I saw some cruises online as low as $29 per day. Uh, if you're looking to book some cruises, you might want to take a look at that. If you are listening via the podcast, as always, you're welcome here. 
You can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. All the big guys to search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. At any time when you're listening to the podcast, if you'd like to hop over to check out pictures or clips uh, that I'll be using like I will be today, you can always uh, check in the description to the podcast and there'll be a link to access the video feed and you can just hop over, check out the video feed and hop right back to your podcast. All right, today's show, of course, is live at 10 o'clock my time. That's Eastern Standard Time. And it will be up for replay by 11 o'clock. So if you uh, do hop in at 11 o'clock, you're looking for travel and cruise industry news, it'll be up. Hopefully the podcast will be up as well. I do have several announcements this morning, folks. Uh, the first of which is dealing with Thursday. Thursday is a travel day for me. And I have to start the day off at 8 o'clock with three hours in the periodontist chair. When I get out of the periodontist about 11, I'm getting in the car and taking off for Fort Lauderdale. The problem with that is I have to get to Orangeburg, South Carolina by Thursday evening. And I'll be leaving approximately five hours later than I would normally leave. So I am going to do the show Thursday, this show, Thursday morning, live probably about 6.30. So if you don't want to get up that early, which I know most of you don't, you can just go to the, uh, you know, send links out to everybody that you can uh, get to the show and it'll be up. I'll do it live so that you can access it immediately to catch up. So I'll be a live show somewhere in the vicinity of 6.30. I'm not totally promising on the time, just as long as I can get out of here by, you know, 20 minutes to 8 or so to get to the uh, to the dentist by 8 o'clock. The second announcement for Thursday is dealing with Cruise Amigos. Again, and this is a multiple multi-facet problems. Uh, John has a full day scheduled on Thursday. I have a the, this travel day going on, and I'm just not going to have time to stop somewhere and take another hour and hour and 15, 20 minutes to do a show out of the travel time that I'm already going to be pushing to catch up. Martin, who's occasionally has not made the cruise with me goes. It's the only one that was clear and wanted to do a show this week. Anyway, because John and I are both have uh, conflicts that day, we've decided to cancel cruise amigos this Thursday 
I will announce that every day. So uh, Thursdays, Cruz Amigos is canceled till the following week. And this show will be live somewhere around 630 in the morning. If you are watching via Twitter, I have asked all of my Twitter followers to please jump over to YouTube, search for Chili's Cruises, that's C-H-I-L-L-I-E apostrophe S, Chili's Cruises, plural, on YouTube and subscribe. In case anything weird happens with Twitter, it gets shut down, whatever. I don't want that segment of my audience to not be able to access this show to stay up with the latest in travel and cruise industry news. So that way you've got it covered just in case something untoward happens with Twitter. My next three cruises, which of course are a new Stoughton Dam from Fort Lauderdale and MSC Seascape from Miami and January 29th Vloggers Cruise, which is the Norwegian breakaway out of New Orleans. All three of those shows, uh, those cruises will be partially sponsored by Will the uh, next uh, generation power wheelchair and personal mobility device folks out of San Mateo, California. They're also the parent company of Scooter Round. And they are basically folks, uh, I will be an ambassador for the companies and for that and some commercial messages along the line, along the way, I will get a free scooter uh, for those three cruises. Being as open and honest as I can be about that. Now that gets me to the final thing for today, and I've got a story to tell folks. As of uh, yesterday, I have removed Expedia from my blog. And I will no longer ever recommend Expedia to any of you guys. And I'm going to tell you why. Those of you that have followed along pretty closely know that Hot Air Tom wanted me to fly from Richmond uh, on the New Orleans uh, cruise. He had also set up some uh, hotels for me for that as he's done on numerous occasions, which I certainly appreciate. After I booked the Breeze Airs flight from Richmond, I got a notice from Expedia saying that I had a uh, airline credit that was getting ready to expire and I needed to use it up before the end of January. So I did some checking real quick and uh, pulled up flights and found out that if I fly from D.C. instead of Richmond, that I could take my credit and I'd end up flying for next to nothing. 
So I booked the flight with Expedia and I canceled the flight on Breeze Airways out of Richmond. One of the things when I did the booking online and I have booked all of my flights through Expedia for years, since back when I first discovered that the uh, travel agents no longer made any uh, commission from airlines. I started booking it myself since it wasn't cutting money off of a travel agent. And it would take up time that, you know, they could spend to more profitable uh, things instead of dealing with my airline tickets. So I started booking my own air. One of the things when I booked this the flight, the round trip from uh, Washington, Dallas to New Orleans, is that it said that I had to, and the, the credit was with United. So I had to book United flights, of course, to get the credit. Uh, it said that I had to contact United to get seat assignments. I didn't remember that ever happening before, but it might have. I don't know. But now, as the issues I've had with flying, it's more important for me to be able to book a an aisle seat on the right side of the plane. Okay. That would be the starboard side of the plane if you're looking at a boat. Because it's my left knee and hip that give me the most trouble that I would have at least a little bit of space in the aisle to stretch the leg out. So I want to say it was Wednesday afternoon I contacted uh, United to see about booking uh, my seats. And they said, well, we need the six-digit confirmation code. So I went back to the receipt from uh, Scooter, I mean, from, not Scooter Brown, from, United, from uh, Expedia. There's no six-digit confirmation code on it. The confirmation code's about 17 numbers long. So I call Expedia back and I go through, uh, you know, all the harangue to get a live person on the line, which took a while. And finally, I get this guy on the line and he says, okay, what's your confirmation number? So I pulled up their receipt and I read off this long number to him. That's the confirmation number. And he says, uh, that shows that you're flying from Raleigh to Houston. I said, no, that's incorrect. I'm flying from Dulles to New Orleans. Well, that's not what that confirmation number shows. I said, well, I don't care. That confirmation number is off of the receipt you people sent me. And it says Dulles to New Orleans. This goes on for an hour and a half. And finally, it was time that I had to leave to go 
for our oh that was now that was thursdays when it happened because i had to leave to go to thanksgiving dinner that i was uh meeting everybody for the forums that were eating at thanksgiving dinner so the guy says well i think i've gotten this fixed but give it a couple days to make sure and i'm thinking give it a couple days The, that makes no sense to me, but I had to leave. So I left it at that. So on Saturday morning, uh, I contacted uh, Expedia again, and I said, okay, I went through an hour and a half with you people. And I got some ridiculous thing that I'm flying from uh, uh, Raleigh to Houston with the confirmation of her. I want to make sure that the guy I talked to on Thursday fixed it so I can get the code I need so I can book my seats with United. So they said, okay, what's your confirmation number? So I, I pulled the thing off. Oh, and by the way, I'd also the guy on Thursday, I had to um, uh, give him a screenshot of the receipt. He didn't believe me. Okay. That was done then. So I give him the, read off the confirmation number again. And they said, oh, well, this shows you're flying from Raleigh to, uh, I said, no, I'm not flying from Raleigh. I'm flying from Dulles to New Orleans. Well, that's not possible. I said, well, yes, it is. That's the receipt you people send me. And I sent you a screenshot showing that on Thursday. So you've got that in your, should be in your files. Well, I don't show that at all. So you did something wrong. I said, no, I didn't do anything wrong. I've got the receipt from you people showing that I purchased the plane tickets round trip from Dulles to New Orleans. It's your receipt. It's from Expedia.com. This goes on for an hour and a half with this jerk arguing with me. Finally, I got fed up and I said, that's it. Get me your supervisor now. That took 20 minutes. So now I'm almost to two hours plus the hour and a half that I spent on Thursday plus another 30 minutes that I spent with United telling me that I'm not booked on that flights. So all told, I'm at almost four hours. Finally, the supervisor gets on the phone and tells me the same thing. And I go through the shit, excuse my French. I go through it all over again with the supervisor who makes me send her another screenshot in sections all the way to the bottom of the receipt, which I did. And she says, well, now I've got to bring some other people in because I don't understand how uh, we're showing this flight from Raleigh when it's this, 
you, the receipt you have shows that it's from Dulles. I said, that's where I booked the flight from. It's something screwed up in your system. And I paid for the tickets, and now you're saying that I don't have them. Would you believe it was another hour on the phone, which now has me up to three hours on Saturday, plus the hour and a half, it's four and a half, plus the 30 minutes with United. So I'm now up to five hours total trying to get their screw up fixed. And finally, the supervisor comes back and says, sorry, we have to refund your money because we can't fix it. I said, what? You're going to refund my money? Why can't you just erase the ticket and reissue the, 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 the ticket thing with the correct information? Well, we can't do that. Well, why not? Because the system won't let us do that. So we're going to refund what money to me? I said, well, you paid the, the money you paid for the difference. I said, oh, no. Then I would lose the, the airline credit that I've had that I had to spend, which is why I booked the tickets with you to start with. Oh, well, I have to get approval for that. Well, you damn well better get approval. Get it right now. I'm expecting what I paid you plus the airline credit because I've got to turn right around and book the tickets all over again. Finally, they came back and agreed to that. And supposedly, I'm going to get all the money sent to me, of course, in five to eight business days. Don't ever use Expedia, folks, ever. I promise you, you're in for headings. I'll be back after a word from one of our network sponsors, obviously not Expedia, with a couple stories from this morning. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, before we get to the news, I do have a couple things to go over first. And I lost, uh, got my my blood pressure back down to normal. All right, this is uh, this is our buddy Bubba uh, Bubba Chumart, 
and the lovely Lynn, they are getting ready to sail on the new Amsterdam. I'll be on New Stottendam on the 4th and the 11th. They're doing back-to-backs. And somewhere along in there, they are going to host a cocktail party for all the folks that follow uh, Bubba's drink of the day on Holland America's fan page or whatever it is. Holland America. Uh, Fans of Holland America. Anyway, where Bubba posts the daily drink. All right. That's, they're going to host a cocktail party for anybody that follows them on the website, which is up to like 40,000 people now. So there'll be a bunch of people on the, on the ship. So good luck to Bubba and Lynn with their cocktail party. All right. The other one is from Hot Air Tom. I mean, this is to prove that Hot Air Tom is in Hawaii. I'm not sure where he was because none of that made sense to me. It was kind of broken up. But, I mean, that's a nice waterfall. It looks lovely. He did say that uh, on the the uh, ship that it was the smallest suite they've ever booked. That does look like a little tight for a suite. And that's uh, looking out at the balcony, which is, again, uh, that looks like a pretty narrow room for a suite. Uh, and looking back toward the door. Well, that doesn't look a whole lot wider. I'm not sure I could get a scooter through that door. It would be like the carnival ship that was just barely cleared it. Of course, that just looks awful skinny to me. Now, the only thing that did look really nice on it was it looked like a lovely balcony. So, and I'm assuming that is their balcony. But anyway, I'm not 100% sure about that. I mean, that, that could have been Lynn sitting somewhere. I mean, uh, Lynn. I've got Lynn on my brain now. <laughs> that could be Cindy sitting somewhere else on the end of the ship. I don't know. But anyway, if that's their balcony, that was really nice. Now, here's a, here's a problem, folks. And I, I, I have to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, Far be it from me to ever exaggerate anything with Hot Air Tom. I will say that this does not come from Hot Air Tom. This comes from other public sources. You know, he was talking about being at the Luau the first uh, night they were there. Well, uh, the problem, as you can see here, uh, with the Luau going on, uh, that was pretty cool. Hot Air Tom tried to jump up on the stage and the two guys in the skirts there, they escorted him rather roughly off the stage. Okay, they didn't want Hot Air Tom up there uh, hula, uh, hula hooing or whatever you do uh, to, with the hula dancing. So they escorted Hot Air Tom off the stage and of course Cindy is sitting back there going, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Oh my God, I'm going to kill him. And then Hot Air Tom, just to, to, because of that and was embarrassed, he crawled up the damn tree and grabbed some coconuts and was throwing it at the hula dancers. That's the truth, folks. That's exactly what Hot Air Tom did over there in Hawaii on this trip. 
I'm sticking by it all the way. All right, do have a couple news stories this morning. In accordance with local restrictions and after discussion with local authorities, Kennard's cruise ship Queen Elizabeth has missed a scheduled visit to Bali due to a COVID outbreak on board. The ship is continuing on to Fremantle in Western Australia for debarkation. The ship sailed from Fremantle on November 7th on a 25-night itinerary that is due back on December 2nd. And by the way, folks, if you look at some of the reports of this, uh, you'll see that they were saying it was an 18-night. No, it wasn't. It was 18 nights until the incident with the valley occurred, or 17 nights, whatever it was. Uh, it's a 25-night cruise. It's due back December 2nd. She was supposed to visit Bali today, actually. Now, of course, today over there was way earlier because it's, you know, it's on the other side of the dateline. So it would have been, you know, last night to us or whatever. Currently, Queen Elizabeth is sailing around uh, Western Australia. Data indicates that she should return to Fremantle as early as Wednesday. No confirmed data is available on exactly how many guests on board are currently on board. The current sailing uh, have tested positive, but local authorities estimate it to be as many as uh, 10 to 15 percent of the guests on board. That could mean. 200 to 300 guests may have already tested positive, but no details have been released about their condition or if any guests need hospital care. Recently, an over-publicized outbreak on Majestic Princess, the vast majority of cases were either very mild or completely asymptomatic. Passengers on Queen Elizabeth who do test positive are required to isolate for five days and must return a negative rapid antigen test before being released from isolation. The tests are free, available to all guests, and close contacts of those that have tested positive are required to test daily. So that's what's going on with the Queen Elizabeth and another unfortunate COVID outbreak. I hope this one doesn't get blown out of proportion, as it probably will. I'm sorry, folks, but there's COVID probably now on every cruise ship. They know how to handle it on the ships. They know how to isolate people. If they decide you, they want you to wear masks, wear masks. Don't argue. There's reasons for it. I mean, you know, do I want to wear a mask on these next two cruises? Of course not. But if they tell me it's the mask are required, I'll wear it. Simple. All right. Wonder of the Seas has been in the news. It all started, actually, last Thursday. So that was, how many days ago was that? 
four minutes, five days ago. Wonder of the Seas made her inaugural call to St. Kitts. Local officials boarded the vessel to perform the traditional plaque exchange between the ship and island authorities, and the event kicked off the season for St. Kitts and Nevis, who is preparing for one of its busiest seasons ever. After her call to St. Kitts, Wonder of the Seas set sail back to her home port in Port Canaveral. However, due to an emergency medical situation, the vessel was forced to turn around, rechase part of her route, and make an emergency stop in San Juan. Although the Oasis-class ship has a large medical center capable of providing at least primary medical care, those responsible on board and at Royal Caribbean's head office decided on Friday that the vessel would need to divert to San Juan. As a result, Wonder of the Seas arrived in Port Canaveral this morning about 4 a.m. rather than yesterday morning, which means all the guests that were supposed to sail yesterday were notified that their sailing was delayed by a day, and they had to scramble for different air flights or hotel accommodations for an extra day or whatever, and everybody on board Wonder of the Seas. Now, remember, this is a big ship, folks, that can hold like 6,500 passengers. I have no idea what the passenger count was on either cruise, so don't take that as gospel. But the people that were supposed to get off yesterday, now we're getting off until today, so all of their air accommodations yesterday were changed and they had to change them. So this medical emergency, and I, I mean, I, my hats go off to Royal Caribbean because they felt it was urgent enough to do this. But my goodness, look at all the people that got put out because of it. Uh, at any rate, with the delay, the ship will now visit uh, Coco Cay on the 29th, that would be tomorrow, Falmouth and Jamaica on December 1st, and Labadee, Haiti on December 2nd. The original call, which was supposed to be today in Nassau, in the Bahamas, has been completely canceled. If guests decide not to sail due to the delay, Royal Caribbean is offering 100% future cruise credit. Guests who decide to sail will receive the value of one day of the cruise fare as a refundable onboard credit. In other words, they can use it. If they don't use it, then they get the money back on their credit card. Uh, plus, they'll receive prorated refundable onboard credit for any pre-cruise packages purchased, including Royal Up. If guests pre-purchased any Royal Caribbean International Shore excursions for Nassau, they will be refunded as refundable onboard credit as well. So, Wonder of the Seas was in the news for a good thing for St. Kitts. And then on the way back, a medical emergency on board. And the decision was made for them to reverse course to get into San Juan. And of course, the person was 
immediately, I don't know if immediate or not, but it was uh, transferred to a hospital. They were Friday evening before they set sail again back to Port Canaveral. And that was when it was determined that they couldn't get back until a day late. So that's a recap of Wonder of the Seas. All right, severe weather system uh, yesterday and today and possibly tomorrow moving into the Pacific Northwest caused delays and headaches for millions of travelers across the U.S. As of last night, more than 6,000 flights into, out of, or within the U.S. were delayed, according to FlightAware, and more than 170 flights were completely canceled. The large storm system caused trouble on one of the busiest travel days of the year as many people tried to fly back from their Thanksgiving destinations. The Storm Prediction Center has issued an early forecast warning calling for a significant severe weather event in the south, which could affect more than 25 million people uh, tomorrow (coughs) from eastern Texas to southern Indiana. Sorry about that, folks. All right. Let's jump over and see who's in the chat room. Sonny's with us. Good morning, Sonny. Wow. Amy's here. Hi, Amy. Robert's with us bright and early. 30 and a wake up. Good to see you again. Glad you're with us bright and early. Sonny's saying hi. Dennis is with us. Hi, Dennis. Everybody's speaking back and forth. Don't forget to smash the thumbs up, folks. Yes, folks, we always appreciate that. Thank you, Kevin. I do appreciate that. Amy says, always do what's best for you. We all work around schedules as best we can. Thank you, Amy. Hey, I just wanted to make it as clear as I could. Uh, Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. Almost forgot, but here I am. Glad you're with us, Nick. Uh, make sure you go back and catch the first few minutes as there are, were several announcements. The main part of it is that Thursday show will probably be live about 6.30 and there will be no Cruz Amigos Thursday afternoon. That summed up the main part of it. Um, that's a fantastic sponsorship. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not the... Uh, it's not like I was making any money from it, but it's saving me some money. So, yeah, I'm very pleased with, with the deal. Uh, and hopefully this is going to work out to something beyond just these cruises, but we'll wait and see. Oh, good. We've been sex bombed again. Jason must not be with us. Block user. Done. Okay, Expedia, I could have told you that 20 years ago. Always use kayak to compare airfares, hotels, and car hires, then book directly. Never use third party. I'm learning. 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I learned the hard way. So um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start uh, dealing direct with them when I fly. So anyway, yeah, and I like using kayaks so you can get rakes and stuff. That That's uh, helpful as well. Day would be French. <laughs> yes, it would. Uh, they didn't ask you to forward the email confirmation. No, they would not give me an email address. So the first time um, I did it uh, on the chat, and then the second time they sent me a... Um, virtually like an email only I didn't get the email address it was you know one of those things where I had to click on a link and then add to it and then it went to them but there was no information as to their email address so anyway that's how they got the, the stupid thing on Saturday Uh, Amy says, I think a lot of the customer service rep from online travel sites like Expedia and the cruise lines are inexperienced and poorly trained. They lost so many experienced workers during the shutdown. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. The problem was the supervisors still couldn't fix the issue. So if the bosses can't do it, how can the new guys ever learn anything? And I still can't believe they couldn't just erase the, t the ticket before and reissue it with the correct information. I, that just makes no sense to me. Then it says that's a standard veranda stateroom layout on Disney Cruise Line. Oh, okay. But he's on, uh, he is on, uh, uh, the Hawaii ship, the Norwegian Hawaii ship. Okay, my brains, I'm having a brain fart this morning. Uh, anyway, the one that does the Hawaii Islands cruises, it's Norwegian. Uh, Ken is with us. He said, that's a point. <laughs> Tom, good job. Ah, I think that's funny. Uh, as I said, without continued pre-embarkation testing at the port, it's just going to be Typhoid Mary's on board wondering about. You know, I agree with that. I, you know, I, I, I've said all along, I had no problem at all with them testing me. I had no problem at all with having, me having to do a pre-cruise test. I wouldn't mind continually to do that. I mean, I felt a lot more comfortable when I knew that everybody on board was uh, attested, and, you know, and, and was the negative. So I know that's changed now for everybody. Uh, Rich, is with, Rich is with us. The most recent wonder sailing was less than great. Couldn't dock at Coco due to high winds. That's what I heard. Arrived in Florida 21 hours late due to the medical emergency. Only two ports in eight nights. Yep. 
Yep, it was a it was a rough uh, out uh, outing for uh, Wonder. Eight hundred cases on the Majestic was alarming. Yeah, it was eight hundred cases out of thirty eight hundred, I think it was. So, uh, say close to four thousand and eighty. 800 cases was about 30%, 32%, something like that. I, I'm not, you know, that's just doing math in my head. Um, and, and yes, I agree. That was alarming. Also, these were early cruises in Australia. They had not been through the, what, almost year and a half that, you know, out of the U.S., we got a lot better on the cruise ships. So, you know, who knows? You think that some of those ships had at least been in U.S. water. So maybe the problem was coming from Australia as the people got on board and had nothing to do with the cruise ships. So, uh, anyway, that's, uh, you know. A possibility. Three days and I wake up until my 16-day Panama Canal cruise on Ruby Princess. Super excited. Well, we're expecting lots of pictures from your travels, my friend, which I will steal and use like I have. I promise I won't make fun of you like I make fun of Hot Air Tom. Hot Air Tom is just such good fodder for me saying silly stuff. Uh, so at any rate, <laughs> I won't do that to you. Uh, Chili, don't forget to read the comments from your videos from uh, yeah, from Casco, from from Casco, from. Ron Casco. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and I have, I always go back and pick those up. Um, Mared, like scared. Mared. Okay. I, I appreciate it, Dennis. Big Island is spewing ash from the volcano. Op Tom and Cindy aren't too close to the Big Island. Well, they uh, might be. Uh, yeah, he's on NCL, but that stateroom layout is not as sweet on Disney as considered a standard veranda stateroom on Disney. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Permission to use whatever you want. Thank you. I do appreciate that. <laughs> um, the pride of America. There you go. Thank you, Kenneth. Lord, I can't believe I had such a total um, brain lock. Okay, Dennis says, Fran oh, Francesca. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, Francesca. Not case, yeah, uh, okay. Francesca. And I've got all my little, you know, my little things now when I see a word that I can try to figure it out. 
So just keep correcting me. I do appreciate it. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. I've got to get everything processed and up so I can get to the stupid pulmonologist and get the results of that echocardiogram. Uh, I'll be on as normal times tomorrow and Wednesday. And then, you know, Thursday, everything's going to be fouled up. I'll be live at 630-ish. And then, uh, no, Cruz Amigos. And all the other things that I announced. So, that's going to wrap me up for today, guys. Got a lot to do. And a lot of places to go. So, uh, anyway, as always, folks, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a great day. See everybody tomorrow morning back at the normal time of 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a great day. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call, Cruises Themselves, Chili Chats, and Travel and Cruise Industry News, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.